0: another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR Don't mind me, this is just another standard routine ramble for the restless These are scheduled for every year, just once a year just to make sure that tingles and the senses and sleep sensitivity seem to be up to date up to standard One thing's for sure, you you never want to violate code around these parts. Apartment of sleep, they take no prisoners, not like prisoners of Azkaban. That's an inside joke, I'm sorry, that's so silly. But, um, no, seriously, I mean, you know, I take my job very seriously. I mean, for example, I know that chapter 5... Subchapter 4, subsection 8.1 of the Sleep Code Manual clearly reads, quote, Routine ramblings for the restless should be performed no less than once a year. And the very next subsection states, Failure to comply with routine ramblings for the restless may result in fines and or revoking an establishment's sleep license. I don't uh, carry the whole code book with me. It's approximately 7,000 uh, pages in ways. The same as about uh, maybe 700 feathers or something like that. But but I did. I, uh, I studied for the exam for about uh, eight hours and passed, of course. It was an online exam, open book. terms of personal information it was name birth date, last four of your social security and your favorite uh, sleep brands so no wrong answers for that for the most part chapter 8 is all about you know standard procedures for which to test and how to test tingles and what not to do for example I am not to raise my voice above a certain decibel level while performing my ramble. Chapter 8, subchapter 1 point A states that I am required by code to explain what a decibel is, so as to be very clear with you about volume levels. The decibel is a relative unit of measurement corresponding to one-tenth of a used to express the ratio of one value of a power of field quantity to another on a logarithmic scale. The logarithmic quantity being called the power level or field level, respectively. Recently, the administration has gone ve- very serious that uh, this routine is being recorded and will be inspected by the board to ensure quality of routine rambling and make sure that I have not exceeded the decibel limit at any point during this routine. Now, yeah. between you and I and, uh, yeah, let's just keep this between us if, you, if we can. The port are basically just tyrants, but you didn't hear me say that. All I'm saying is once you're in, you're in you know, they don't put in the hours that the rest of us do, but since they're part of the board, they get to collect all the fees and all that. Never again will they perform the routine ramble. And there are other specialty jobs that can be more difficult or hassle. Sleep solution logistics, for example, uh, struggle quite a bit with that performance metrics analysis for side sleepers used to be my primary focus when I worked with sleeper associates and co but, you know, yeah, they are the largest sleep solution group in the country, but that was just, you know, it was a total corporate gig. It's not all bad, right? It's not all bad. It's not all bad. I can't complain about it too much. i say said the most enjoyable part of the job is certainly performing these routine ramblings. It's a career that's very edifying. Making sure everything is up to you. Sleep code is very important for me as, as it should be for everyone. Unfortunately, not all like to follow the rules, but someone do does have to try. Um, what's the worst part of the gig, you might be wondering? Um, being on the road as often as I have to be can be very frustrating. i racked up a lot of points at Subway. They used to have that sub club, you know that, yeah, and uh, that was like their loyalty program. And you know what I really enjoyed at, at uh, Subway for the longest time, believe it or not, was the, uh, the pizza. I don't even know if they have them anymore, but yeah, the pizza at Subway, the kind of mini ones were pretty good. So. and uh, there was a time in my life where I remember I would get uh, a sub six inch sub and a pizza and then kind of in the moment I would decide which one am I going to eat and obviously the other one was left over for lunch the day after or for dinner you know depending on what time I was consuming the uh, sandwich it was never unheard of for example for me to buy a pizza and a six inch sub and then have the six inch sub in a subway and then have the pizza for dinner but more often than not I would have one for lunch inside the restaurant and then I would save the other one for lunch the day after Um, and you know before you even ask because you're probably thinking about it in your own head uh, no, I, I never had the sub and the pizza in one sitting. Could I? Yes, but I didn't want to be judged by uh, by my clients. The uh, little wraps, I think, were also pretty good. But I don't even know anymore. This sub of the day used to be a good option, to be honest. But yeah, anyway, the sub club was uh, my favorite. unfortunately that was discontinued due to fraud in 2005 you probably didn't know about that a uh, 2005 Wired Magazine article talks about some of those crazy details and I happen to have a copy of that article in my pocket here I keep this around always as a reminder of how people can take something so great and twist it in such a away, and if you don't mind, I'd like to read part of the article from Wired, and, you know, then we can get to the rest of the rambly routine maintenance, but, um, this story just really breaks my heart. For years, Subway regular Brandy Little kept business-sized cards with tiny stamps on them in her purse. She loved the sub-club, just like me. Sub club. Anyway, I don't want to throw my commentary. I'm starting to tear up a little bit. She loved the subclub, a reward system that allowed studious customers to earn free meals every time a card filled up with stamps. Quote, I eat here all the time, she said. It made sense. I collected them for years and I was upset when they were gone. End quote. So was I. So was I, right months ago, she learned that her collective fortunes had become worthless. The sub-club phased out, and the San Bernardino, California woman found herself paying full price every time she wanted a sandwich artist to prepare her a meal. It was a, sol- a situation clerks have faced again and again. Customers upset by the discontinuation of a rewards program at franchises, but business owners say the programs simply cannot continue. The reason for dramatic effect. I did do a few years of drama in high school. This is obviously not included in the article. This is me going above and beyond just to keep, you know, rambling on before I get back to the article, but I did do drama, and uh, it was pretty fun. I can only remember messing up lines once or twice, to be honest. And as a matter of fact, what I did was I an entire monologue, and I accidentally ripped out, like, half of it. So the beginning and then the end came together during showtime. Really wasn't very good to listen to, but you get what you get. I didn't prepare enough that day. I'll never forget messing up the line. I just don't even remember what the play was that I was part of. Anyway, I'll get back. of home laser printers and multimedia PCs counterfeiting has become increasingly easy with materials available at any office supply store those with a cursory knowledge of photo editing software can duplicate the business card size rewards cards once punched at Coldstone Creamery or the stamps once given out at Subway Sandwich shops quote, I guess when I think about it what people can do with technology now it doesn't surprise me at all end quote Littleton said. Still, officials of the subway chain were a bit startled that the lengths people were going to in order to abuse the stamp program. Subway spokesperson Kevin Kane said, quote, Somebody told us you could buy our stamps on eBay. We didn't believe it, but sure enough, they were there. End quote. Coltsville Creamery recently decided to discontinue its punch card system. Since the store opened its first franchise in 1995, it has provided cards allowing customers to get a free ice cream serving for every tenth purchase, but like Subway, the company has had to discontinue the system because of false coupons. The end of these programs has sometimes resulted in loud outcries from consumers. People rage their clerks and lament on blogs. Some especially anguished Subway fans. have even started an online petition to bring the subclub back. Take another brief pause here. I, I did not sign that petition. I think a subway needs to pull the club They have to pull a subclub. But I am I was, I was heartbroken by it. Going back to the article. but as technology? Companies are also hoping to exploit modern advances to create new programs less prone to crime. Kane said Subway was already considering abandoning its stamp program and exploring a more updated reward system, but the trading of stamps online and the creation of fake stamps sped up that process. Subway started phasing out the SubClip stamp program in January, in its place, a corporation is offering franchises a magnetic reward card system in its place. Kane said that the new system is more flexible, allowing customers to trade reward points for cookies and other foods and to store money as prepaid credit and usable in stores. This replaces gift certificates, another offer ripe for counterfeit Abuse. Establishing a nationwide card identification network is a costly and tedious process. You ever notice that process is what else word that you can either say process or process. You can say route or route. And everyone always says tomato tomato, but I never hear an American say tomato. I hear Brits say tomato. Really, I think the example that linguistic specialists should focus on is route versus root. Another one I used to say was tournament instead of tournament. And I'd be very curious to know if anyone else has tournament because I heard at least three of my friends tell me that I was being ridiculous forever calling it tournament, not tournament. And while the new system's upfront cost might be high, it may reap larger rewards for the companies in the long run. As grocery stores have learned, the market research gleaned through establishing databases while handing out discounts can turn swipe cards into a winning formula very quickly. Story reminds me of McMillians. Don't know if you've ever seen that on HBO story huh hbo just churns out fantastic content all the time you know their miniseries is always some of the best i'd say my favorite was season one of big little lies really big little lies the kind of show that you'd have to watch to really appreciate given giving you the overview doesn't do it any justice to say that season two and beyond was pretty meh. Chernobyl's another one that was fantastic. If you haven't seen that one, then that's another one for your next HBO Go and Flow Night, if you will. And yeah, just some shows work as one hit wonders. First season was great. Of uh, Big Little Lies just kind of faded. world to me is another one you know i got into season one it was fantastic right the unique concept the twist the turns the mystery you know where, where are we going who's good who's bad who's who's the good guy i mean we kind of knew who the good people were in the bad people to some degree but season two was just so confusing right like i, I actually have the Summary of Season 2 And uh, yes, I do keep this particular page in my pocket as well And I take it with me wherever I go For any kind of routine, rambling, maintenance Plot Summary You tell me if this makes sense After killing Dr. Ford from the end of Season 1 Dolores converts and leads to the other host And killing many of the other guests in a few weeks She seeks to find a way to get out of the park to continue her revenge, and knows she must recover her father, Peter's pearl, to do so and unlock Westworld's true secrets with it. Charlotte Hale, who was attempting to smuggle Westworld data through Peter, also seeks the host, as she cannot call for extraction without that data. Bernard still struggles with the fact he is a host. To learn that Doctor Ford still has a significant influence on him and the park. may visited by Lee and Hector to find her daughter, while learning that there are many other parks in the West World. The man in black is forced to come to terms with why he spent so much time in the park when he you encounters his daughter Emily Grace. So, if I read that to you, you know, basically you've got like four or five. Things going on at one time. You've got Dolores. Why does Dolores really want revenge? I mean, it's very unclear throughout the entirety of the series. Something about a pearl that wants to get her daughter. And You know. Definitely the biggest criticism for season two was how complicated. And then season three, same thing. Just even more complicated, in might be but to be fair, there are other examples of shows that had a a great debut season and then just a pretty overall terrible season too. You know, True Detective is another one that comes to mind. Another HBO show. Maybe I'm recalling it wrong, but at the time that True Detective came out, it was groundbreaking, right? Because at the time, Matthew McConaughey was on top of the game, pretty close to it him to take a step back into the silver screen was, was pretty crazy. At that time, you know, movie stars were movie stars and TV stars were aspiring to be movie stars. So then for him to star in true detective and oh by the way, with Woody harrelson even though with Woody it's a bit different because Woody gotta start on Cheers. I loved uh, watching Cheers as a kid. It was way before my time, but I would do homework, believe it or not, while watching a show about a bunch of buddies meeting up at a bar. My parents always liked watching it, so it just kind of rubbed off on me, and uh, always associated those older shows like Golden Girls too. To a time when I was younger, would do homework at night. My parents' room just. Enjoying some TV. And with that, I'm happy to report that this routine rambling for the restless is over, and you can always give me feedback, performance. Let me know how I did today on this routine rambling at hello at sleep and relax com. That's all for this episode. Thanks so much for listening.